This is Malt and Magic, a 5th edition D&D podcast performed by four UK-based gamers and friends. Welcome to Ardalia, a world filled with magic and wonder. Thirty years have passed since the Kingdom of Nylon was restored, an event that caused a surge in raw magical energy throughout the world. Planar rifts opened as the ley lines throughout Ardalia overloaded, allowing creatures from other planes to cross over and adding to the already diverse array of races and cultures that call this world home. Magic is now more widespread, accessible and powerful. Comparatively, divine influence has dwindled, the gods now only able to act through their most pious followers. What mysteries and adventures await our new band of heroes? Only time will tell. Welcome to Campaign 2. Good evening, Internet, and this is episode three of Molten Magic Campaign 2. So welcome back. Thank you all for joining us. Um, I think everybody's a little bit excited, a little bit nervous, because there was some serious revelations revelations last week. I'll put my teeth in and try and talk. Um, But before we get into all of the craziness that is going to be episode three, let's run down our usual thank yous and shout outs. My first thank you is to our resident Mr. Wizard who managed to get my background looping properly rather than doing the strange sort of jerk halfway through. So thank you very much for that. Hopefully this should be nice and smooth in the background and no longer distracting. Um, But other than that, a huge thank you to Incarnates. Uh, Albo Rodeo and Dungeon Alchemist, all of which I have been playing around with this week, especially uh, Incarnate and Dungeon Alchemist for mapping capabilities, and then hopefully we will see a bit of Albo Rodeo tonight, there's a taste of a few things that might come. Um, so yes, a massive shout out to all of them. Um, I will continue to do my thank you to D&D Beyond, despite all the nonsense that has gone on in the D&D community this week. It has been crazy. Um, I just want to remind everybody that we are all all in the same community. Everybody just love each other, alright? Just, we're all there for each other. I know it's been a bit shit, but we're all in this together. So, enough of that. Um, that's that. Thank you to D&D Beyond for all the tools that they provide. Um, and of course, a big shout out to Heroforge um, for all things virtualization in terms of characters and visualizations, I should say, not virtualization. Um, so yes, again, been playing around with that. We may or may not see what's, what's coming on that front. Um, and then they are the tools that I use in the background. So Kasoon, 5e Magic Shop, 2 Minutes Tools, and the Thieves Guild for just some extra hints, tips, and tricks. I also want to give a shout out to Cobalt Press as things from their books will be featuring over the coming months, weeks, days, years, however long we do this campaign for. Um, and there may also be another shout out coming up because I did something else on Kickstarter. So when and where, uh, yeah, when and if that one comes about, I will give a shout out to them. Um, but yes, all spoilers to come. And then for all things audio, a huge shout out to Tabletop Audio for all of our musical tracks and then some sound effects. But most of our sound effects come as uh, a courtesy of Battle Bards, whom we are still affiliated with. So you can still get your discounts if you're not already registered. 
um, please go and register and use the code you see on screen and get yourselves a nice cheeky discount off those sound effects, musical tracks and various things. Um, as I stated last week and will continue to state until such time as we get there, they are working on V2 of their website which looks to be really, really good. Um, and it's coming with all sorts of subscription services, etc. We are hoping um, to be able to give a subscription away as part of the stream. So as soon as that's sorted, we'll let you know and let you know when that's going on. Um, there was a small little message that popped up there at the bottom. You would notice World Anvil on there as well. I've added them into the thank yous, but forgot to do it in order. Um, that's just a great world building tool that I've been using mainly for timelines, but there's a whole bunch of stuff in there that you can go use. So go check them out as well. Um, really celebrating the D&D community tonight. There's so much stuff that we've been using for this campaign. Um, you can see all the links for the social media channels at the bottom there. Everything from Twitter all the way through to TikTok. And, of course, the Twitch channel, YouTube, Instagram, and our Discord channel as well, which is getting more and more active every week. Um, we would love as many people as possible to join us in the Discord channel. Um, and, in fact, while you're here... Go and check it out. Go and join. Go and see what's in there. Um, the only thing we ever ask of our fans is to just join us in Discord so we can chat to you and also just follow along from the stream. If you feel like subscribing, amazing. But there is no pressure on that whatsoever. Um, so yes, come and join us on Discord. The final thing I suppose to shout out and talk about, or the final few things, is our podcast, which is five listens, five listens away from hitting 2,000 all-time listens, which is amazing as a milestone. So thank you to everybody that's been listening to us on the podcast and joining us on there. I'm not sure how many of those listens are me, but I'm hoping the algorithm works in such a way that it doesn't count sort of me repeatedly listening to the same part of the episode over and over again because I've forgotten what happened. Um... Anyway, uh, what else to talk about? There are, has been a few updates to the website, so there's some minor changes. You can go see Stick's amazing artwork on there now. Not all of it, but some of it. I'm slowly going to get all of it up there, um, just so it can live on forever. Um, and we will be doing some updates to the Twitch channel over the, the coming weeks as well, just some look and feel things to get it more in line with our Campaign 2 theme. And I think... Unless I've missed anything, and I'm not seeing any indication that I've missed anything, we're all good. Cool. I think that's me. So, my usual warnings, as always, do apply. Um, there will be adult language, and most certainly adult humour. Not necessarily from the person you think, but let's roll. Hey yes. Hello. Hello. What does that mean, JK? It means that a character last campaign was very reserved and this campaign is been let out of the box. So yeah. Uh, it's it's a bit nuts. Yeah. Dan Danny fucked that up, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. So on that note, let's run down the lineup before we get into any more craziness. So I am Matt, I am your dungeon master, and kind of play cog a little bit. You're welcome. <laughs> we won't let that slide. <clears throat> uh, I'm Dave, I play uh, Jewel, uh, the Tabaxi Rogue. 
I am Danny who plays Lex, who will not be coming out with any smurf, but Danny still might, so don't worry. I'm Simao, and I play Kira uh, Grave Tusk. Wow, that was, no, you don't. Wow. Voices, that was you the don't. first one. Um, yeah. That was the first one, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't play Kirik. I play Cass's Wispgut. My This is my problem, by having characters that all start with, with a K. <laughs> with a K. But it's now going to have to be a recurring thing, just yeah. so you fuck it up every campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. There we go. Campaign three. <laughs> oh, Karen. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, yes, Karen. 50 push ups, somehow, all those things, pound in the jar. Right, last week, what an episode. Um, a lot happened, and it's going to be too much for me to actually recap, I think, because guaranteed I'm going to forget things. Um, but the characters continued on in their investigations of what's going on in Thalys, or if you like. They met with the magistrate Dracios Styx and understood what work he had for them, which was to investigate a number of disappearances <clears throat> in the area around the Acropolis and around the temple. Um, it was said there wasn't too many disappearances to warrant a full investigation by the law um, or the legal forces within Thalysa. But Drakios, being a man of the people, wanted to make sure said people were looked after and were safe. So he tasked you with going and finding out what was happening and what all these disappearances were about. Said that there was also, and you'd also been told this by Artemisia anyway, but that the, the temple district itself, the Acropolis, and the, the people in the temple also had had some news as sorts or some, some goings on. So you did go and make your way to the temple, around to the Acropolis. Um, Carsis decided to chill out for a bit and not go upstairs, or not go up to the Acropolis, not being one to go anywhere near temples. But Lex and Jewel did, and went into the temple, found the, the Hierophant of Clothis, uh, understanding that there was a Temple of Clothis, which we uncovered was a deity that is sort of on a similar lane, uh, similar lane, similar vein to Iun, is also another name for Iun, but the worship of Clothis is slightly different to that of Iun. It's more about fate and destiny as opposed to knowledge. Um, so, a few things changing over 30 years or so and in different areas of the world. Jewel found some interesting folks in the temple. Some people that were praying quietly and asking for their loved ones to come back. Lex, very straight-laced, very logical, went straight to the Hierophant, uh, the chief priest, if you like, or the head priest of the Temple of Clothis, and just asked the questions, what's going on, what's about all these disappearances, and the, the Hierophant went and found someone. All during this time, Carsis was looking around and discovered somebody who looked a little bit out of place, introduced themselves to this individual, went to their house just to sort of help them out and made some certain discoveries, a mark on an arm, a shadow that was less than it should be. Lex, finding this individual or being brought to this individual in the temple, again finding a mark on an arm, while Jewel all the time keeping an eye on an old man, praying over a strange glass-like photograph or uh, photograph made out of glass and etched into glass itself um 
And yes, we then continued on. As Lex and Jewel exited the temple, with a some understanding of something going on now, Jewel decided to circle back and see where this old man went to. Only to see the old man skirt around the whole temple district to a side door, leaving a flower there and smashing this glass-like photograph before changing and then disappearing into the crowd. You all then <laughs> went to the Poros Taverna, home of sorts for now, where you agreed some rooms and then figured out something of a plan of what you were going to do. Decided to head to the library. And the only library you knew of was the one in the, the Arcane Lyceum, the Helenthor Lyceum. Um, and so you went into the public library where you met a rather interesting gnome and uh, had some dongs, which is a shout out to my colossal fuck up last week. Um, <laughs> if you've not seen that bit, it's about 30 minutes from the end of episode two. Enjoy that. Um, so, yes, but a lot was then uncovered from the books that you read. You tried to understand this symbol, understand what sort of creature might cause a shadow become less than it should be. And then you exited, and as we exited and thought about what we're doing next, I believe the last thing we did was Karsis casting Mage Armor on themselves. So, my new band of adventurers, what are we doing now? Where are we? Yes, you headed back to the taverna and you're about to go to bed. Before I go to bed, I will meditate. Okay, meditate on what? Well, being a man who has to be logical and not act on emotion, I have to meditate every day to uh, push those feelings down, deep down. And because I, don't, I can't push okay. it down with drink, so I have to push it down with medication. Meditation, even, not medication. <laughs> There's an insight into right Lex there. right there. Oh, Lex is <laughs> He's a <smack> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I've just got this vision now of Lex sat in a room, sort of um, Pez dispenser. It's just, it's just me on a chair so. with a cog just shooting hypodermic needle. <laughs> Lex, I'm going to ask you to make me a persuasion check for yourself. 20 cc's of, of, of meditation coming right up. <laughs> 15. 15. As you sit there and describe how Lex meditates for me. What does he do? So I get Cog to power down so he, he's not buzzing around. And then I'll literally sit cross-legged on the floor, head head on my hands, and I'll just go quiet. But then I'll, I'll speak in, I suppose, a native dialect that just comes to me naturally. But it sounds not like written words or an oral language it's more of a, a mechanical noise so it sounds like clicks and gears and it's like a mantra that i was taught 
to keep my emotions down because apparently I was quite emotional in my youth. So <clears throat> that's what that's what His I do. And then just sort of goes and settles on a nightstand and you just see the legs sort of collapse underneath the body and the wings fold in and then that eye just rolls around until there's just this solid gold face on the front of it. You sit there with your head in your hands making those clicks, those words, those mechanical sounds as your eyes flash open. You find that calm, that collectedness within yourself. The presence of logic, the absence of emotion. And you understand how you must go about your, ne your, well, your next actions. With logic at the forefront of your mind. <clears throat> cool. Anything else you want to Just so you know, I have to do that daily. So, yep. we'll see what happens when I fail that check one day, shall we? Mm. Very good. Anything from anybody else, then? Cassus uh, is going to go to sleep, fully conscious that they may not get the full eight hours sleep tonight. One can a nap for Cassus. Anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> no wank, saving up. He's tantric. He's tantric. Uh, there yeah, we go. Ju Jewel, save Jewel. me. Yes, Will, um, <laughs> you know, write a uh, smutty novel. No. Uh, <laughs> Jewel will take out a piece of parchment and start writing a letter to her parents. Okay. And, and she will start writing that with just the information of the fact that she's met these two weirdos um, and the they have inadvertently helped her on the path of what she has been looking for. <clears throat> uh, she will say that she's hoping to find some more information out tonight, or maybe even get even closer to who it was. We'll also describe the very unusual person that they uh, saw and tracked before, and also her regrets for not following them further. But maybe open confrontation, even in a side alley at this point not really the wisest move for her puts all that lot down into a letter but he isn't going to sign it off, isn't going to finish it, she is going to want to send that tomorrow, so she finishes it at the moment with I hope I have more to tell you tomorrow very good she will roll it up and she did it the way that she did the signature in the other place, she will, she will have used a uh, an inked uh, nail uh, claw, sorry, to have mm -hmm. scribed on the uh, on the paper. Roll, let it dry, roll it up, and then put it back in her side pouch. Very. She will then go good. to sleep. Okay. Is the three of you find sleep then? Carsis, make me a perception check, please. <laughs> Perception. That's great. It's not bad. It's not bad. Um, fourteen. Fourteen. You're just dropping off to sleep when there is the subtlest of knocks at your door. 
I will go open it. What's Cassius wearing to bed? <laughs> hey. Uh, Cassius doesn't wear anything to bed. However, Correct. at the sound <laughs> of the knock, <laughs> uh, at the sound of the knock, they will, um, I guess, wrap their bed sheets around their waist. Purposely leaving the okay. front open. <laughs> As you collect sort of the bed sheet up and shuffle over to the door, are you opening the door fully? Are you opening a crack? Uh, no, open fully, obviously. Yeah. Open fully. <laughs> you just open it, and there is this subtle. Oh. Um. I am too late. No, the night's still young. Well, you said I could uh, stop by. That's before Absolutely. you stand Mayon, the receptionist. Um, yeah, come in if you'd like. Thank, thank you. And you see she's swaying slightly. Um. <laughs> little bit drunk and she sort of holds up a bottle I uh, brought something for us and enters into your room how drunk is she? let me an insight check uh that's a seven, uh, 16. Not paralytic drunk. She is drunk enough f to have lowered her inhibitions to a state where she, you get the impression she just needed to, I, I really want to say lubricate herself, but that's just <laughs> asking for trouble. Um, Cause that's how I describe it in England. But no, she just needed to get herself to that point where she would be comfortable doing whatever she wants to do rather than being slightly uptight as a receptionist. <laughs> um, this chat tells me off. Sorry. Uh, in that case, um, Cassus will have a conversation with her about what she's going to see once um, they get going. And if she's still okay with it, then Cassus will do the deed. Very good. What have you gone to that point? We fade to black. For anybody who would be nearby, there is a, a very passionate but subtle dalliance that can be heard after a while Mayon gets up puts on her clothes and sort of leaves places a gentle kiss on your forehead Carsis Thanks you 
I hope to see you again soon. You know where the room is? I do. And there is a flush to her face. Definite bed hair. And she just leaves with a, uh, a spring in her step. And she descends the stairs. Cassie, you fall into a satisfied sleep. I will chronify this. Chris Campaign is is one of your bastard love childs. Called it. <laughs> <laughs> Coming back to haunt me. I I was trying to find it quickly enough. <laughs> I think we just about heard that. But yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, amazing. I was getting deleted. The sound you effects you didn't know you were going to need for this campaign. Yeah. <laughs> Can you overlay that with a squelchy noise? Like a. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, no. oh dear. Because <laughs> we're going to need it at no. least every other week. I love how campaign one was sort of like a 15 rating with the swear words, and then campaign two has just gone full rated R 18 plus. <laughs> and not for the gore. <laughs> right, let's not mess it. I Who would have thought it wouldn't It would have been? It wouldn't have been me? I have yeah. not lowered the tone. It's been somehow, and I'm proud of him. We're <laughs> <laughs> so grateful for this Amazing. other side. <laughs> you forget that, that somehow okay. he's not Kirik. He's, he's actually a different person. <laughs> it's yes, still going to take uh, some episodes to get used to it, yeah. I actually Kirik and I I have spoken to Kirik more than I've spoken to somehow in my life. That is true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Very well. So, as sleep takes the three of you, a number of hours pass. Enough for a long rest. Everybody make me perception checks, please. Ooh. I'm going to regret this. I'm rolling really well. <laughs> Um, 15, no, 14. Perception checks. <clears throat> 10. Oh. Carsis. At some point during the night, you wake. You're not sure why or what's woken you. As everything seems silent, but yet you are awake. Interesting. Um, I'll, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just kind of like listen through the door, see if I can hear anything, like a repeated sound or something. Mm-hmm. Make me another perception check, please. There it is. Two. Two. Maybe the 
subtle sound of the wind, but other than that, nothing. I'll just open my door and put my head out. Okay. Now I'm going to ask you to make me an investigation check. As you poke your head out the door and look, you see something move in the darkness. It's quick. It's their woman and then gone the next. Um, I'll put, hmm. how big is this room? Let's, let's go with that first. The room I'm in. Hmm. Well. I cannot believe that we might have the first combat and it's cast as being naked. I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, hang on a moment. <laughs> <laughs> So, terms and conditions of twins are on my map. <laughs> <laughs> so, Karsis, your room is probably around about 30 by 25 feet, if you like. It's a fairly large room. It's got a big double bed, but a lot of floor space. The only other thing in the room is sort of a um, a bucket or a pail of water that's left in the corner and is for you know is freshened up every morning and then a, uh, a giant wardrobe in the corner and your door actually sits yeah in that corner I'm assuming I'm like there yes um, so let's just uh, where do we need to put jewel in there Um, I'll give a quick, like, word outside in the direction of the thing I saw moving. And I'll say, all right, I've already seen you. So if you want something, you need only ask. There is no response. Hmm. Um, okay, well, I've definitely, like, seen something, so... I'm going to very quickly just pop my... Uh, my trousers on, at the very least, and I will then go knock so on um, Jules' um, door. Still keeping like an ear out, and then once I'm out in the corridor, an eye out for whatever I might see. Okay, are you doing so in a stealthy manner? 
Yeah, probably. Actually, yeah. Very good. Make me a stealth check, please. I will do that. Twenty-three. Very good. You managed to slip across this hallway to Jules' door, as silent as a mouse. What are you doing when you get to Jules' door? I will very discreetly knock on it. Jules strikes me as the kind of person that would be very attentive of what's happening. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to ask for the perception check, Jules. As the Mm -hmm. knock sounds on your door, your eyes are instantly... And you're awake. And you know somebody's knocking at your door. I shall... uh, Very quietly go to the door. Um, okay. And just creak it open, lock through the, just the, you know, the slice of the door opening. See who it is. One hand okay. on the dagger. And you would see Carsis, topless, trousers on, sword in hand. I'm assuming. Mm. What is it? I'm. Apologize for interrupting your sleep, but I have. I was woken up by a noise, and I definitely saw. Once I looked out of my door, I saw a figure walking around and then disappearing quite quickly. Inside. And I shall open the door. Enough for you to get in. I will slither inside. Oh, close the door quickly. <laughs> okay. Where did you see this? In the hallway or your room? In the hallway. It definitely was not a trick of the light. No, it's. I had a very. I had a pretty good look. It, it definitely looked like someone was down the corridor. And I just thought, since what you. What I said last night about maybe you not knowing if we're being followed or not. I just thought to might know. And I think Lex should know as well. Yes. I I, I, I think we should uh, wake him up too. Do you wish me to go? Uh, no, I can go. I shall come with you. I shall check. Now, do we have any sense of how long we've been asleep? Ooh, make me a survival check, please. Because I'm loving the checks tonight. Why not? Let's get some dice rolls going. 13. It's definitely been a number of hours. You can tell by sort of the light that's around, the fact that there's no candles burning, you can't see any light coming from underneath anybody's doors. You'd guesstimate this is early hours of the morning. Okay, yeah, in that case, um, I will tell Joel, um, don't be frightened, this is just something I do in case we get into trouble, 
and I will um, place the ring in my uh, two f my middle two fingers, and I will press it against my chest. And as I do that, you see that there is a sort of bluish purple light that starts in my sternum and then expands, and it seems to almost uh, go over my skin like a sort of like leather armor kind of design and um yeah it kind of encompasses my whole body it's still transparent you can still see underneath but um yeah there's definitely like a shimmer to cast skin now as i cast mage armor because yes i cocked up in the intro and you stored that in the ring not yes is a power ranger mm. So there we go. I watched the 2017 Power Rangers film last night, and it is still shit. Thanks for confirming. Has not has not uh, improved with age. Has not improved not over well. time. No, it is. You can't be the original one shit. with Tommy as the White Ranger. Uh, no, obviously not. God rest his soul. Whatever it is. Indeed. Indeed. Cool. So, Carsis and Jewel. As you exit your room to head next door to where Lex is sleeping, I'm going to ask you both to make stealth checks, please. 17. 24. <laughs> There's the rogue. As you both step out into the corridor... And you turn to where Lex's room is. You step outside, and you two are hidden in darkness, but there is a dark shadow of sorts hovering in the corridor ahead of you. Uh, does this dark shadow shape outline anything familiar to Jewel? Just looks like an inky black shadow. Jewel having not properly seen anything. Hmm. The only feeling Jewel gets is that it's not currently looking at you. Does it look like it's looking away? It looks like it's looking down the corridor to Ziff. And in fact, I, it does then gently move to where Lex's door is. Hmm. Is there a candle by the outside of Lex's door? No. Uh, what is the closest candle to the sh the, this shadowy figure currently? Make me an investigation check, please. That's not great. Um, that would be a investigation. Nine. 
nine. As you look around for a candle anywhere, don't see one. You do know, and you do remember, however, that there was a candle just inside Jules' room, and there is one also just inside your room. The same. I will whisper as quietly as I can to Jules. Seems to be trying to get into Lex's room. And with that, Passes through the door. As it passes through, and uh, in response to Carter says, "I would say it must not." Oh shit! Uh, and race towards the door. Shall follow. Okay. As you race towards the door, then, what are you doing when you get to the door? Uh, just trying to open it straight. Just trying to open it straight. Yeah, not even Lex, trying. did you lock your door? That's a sensible thing to do, isn't it? Of course I did. But I have got cog on ring doorbell mode. Bong, bong, bong. Yeah, so I definitely got the door, yeah. Did you cast lock on the door? <laughs> no, <laughs> just it. Okay. So, Jewel, as you go to open the door, he's locked. Jewel, I should say, as you go to open the door. Uh, I shall get down to the lock and start picking it. Okay. Make me a dexterity check. Add your proficiency bonus if you're proficient with thieves tools. In the meantime, as that is happening, let there is going to be a moment where you feel a lancing pain on your arm. Oh no! You are going to take nine points of necrotic damage. Oh, you Oh, shit. I'm blooded. <laughs> and your strength score oh, is already shit. Is reduced okay. by three. Fuck me. Oh. oh, that's bad. Oh, that's real bad. <laughs> is you're right? Well, first thing is cog. <laughs> And there is now just this mechanical which you know is Cog alerting you to danger. And even though you felt it, you now wake up. And that is where we are going to roll some fucking initiative. Yes. Come on! Oh my god, Natural I have 20. plus the initiative. initiative. Oh. Nat 20! Hey, not 20, not 20, man. Not 20, not 20. There we go. Too many things going on at the moment. I have to remember. Carsis, my... what did you roll? Sorry. 15. 15, nice. And Jewel. Yeah, 19. 
19. Some things Excellent. never change. Oh, do I need to roll for um, Cog? No, Cog takes its turn immediately after yours. And okay, the rules for the Cog, as we discussed, Cog only takes, or its action will only ever be to use the dodge action unless you tell it to do something otherwise. Yeah, it doesn't have a... Because when you look at it, maybe they've got daggers and javelins, but he doesn't have one of them. Yeah. No, not Cog. Yeah. No, definitely not. Good stuff, so yes, thank you for pointing out the slight technical glitch there in the overlay. We have fixed it. Um, cool. So, straight into combat then. Lex, as your eyes flash open, you can hear Cog just... <laughs> you look, and looming over you is just this dark, shadowy thing with a hand, this ethereal, black, inky-like hand just placed over your arm. And you so just hear I this. Will... As a instinct, I will grab, try and grab what's grabbing me and use Shocking Grasp. Okay. Oh, fucking hell. Then, please. Eight. Does not hit. As you go to grab it, it, it just... Did not think it would. That's, that's me out of the way, then, isn't it? That's fucked it for me first go. Do you want to move? I will try to, yes, please. So, I will try and jump out of bed. Ooh. Sorry, okay. I'm going to fix that in just a second. And try and get to the other side of the bed, opposite to where they are. So, like, try and put the bed between okay. us. So, reaction. Is your armor class? 11. 11. That is going to That's not good, is it? Dickhead. Okay, that is going to be six points of necrotic damage. I'm going down. Right, okay. And a strength score Fuck reduction you. of one. Minus three on the strength. Remember the dream. That's not your overall score, is it? No, it's four. That's your modifier, the right? The modifier is minus three. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. What's Cog doing? So, seeing me take this damage, Cog is going to try and be like those face suckers from Alien, and he's just trying to get just going to get in the being's face, just to get in the way, cause a distraction, distract. So Cog is just going to go in the way. Um, excellent. I am going to say then, no, we will say that A is now distracted as Cog just sort of flutters up. 
Jewel, then, as you... What was your uh, lockpicking check, sorry? Ah, uh, yes, what was I doing? Um, I did roll it, but I didn't know what I was adding. A dexterity check with your uh, proficiency modifier, if you're proficient with thieves' tools. Yes, I am, so that is a... 19. 19. <laughs> The lock just falls before you, and the door opens, and you can see in this moment as Lex rolls over the bed and sort of backs off to a corner as sparks fly off their hand momentarily. Um, you now step into the room, I'm assuming. Uh, yes, so I shall move, move And you there. would see this shadow in the corner of the room where Cog is just fluttering around. Okay, I will move there. I will also then move uh, further in, get a good view of this very dark shape, see Lex, and know that there's not a lot else I can therefore do. So, <clears throat> um, I should pull out one of the daggers and fling it at this creature. So, roll to hit them, please. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, shite. Eight to hit. Eight is not going to hit as you just... <laughs> and this dagger just... <laughs> in the wood, just above the uh, sort of uh, bedstand, if you like, the headboard. Lex, are you okay? And... Not really. There's <clears throat> a bit of blood spits out of my mouth. Ah, well, I should have done that first, and this is why it's always fun with new characters. I now mm -hmm. shall now use my bonus action uh, to make an insight check against the creature um, <clears throat> in a contested. Uh, deception check from it. If it fail, if I succeed, let's put it that way, uh, I will be able to gain sneak attack on it. Uh, okay, so what check does ooh. it need to make? Sorry? It makes a deception check. I make an insight. Inquisitives. <clears throat> Go for it. That's a cool, that's a cool feature, man. Uh, 19. 8. Oh. So, I can use my sneak attacks against the target even if you don't have advantage on the attack roll and you can and you don't have disadvantage, which I don't. This is for one so, minute. <clears throat> as a favour, add your sneak attack damage. Oh, thank you. Oh, uh, sorry, roll again. Because, uh, no, you missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So I missed, sorry, so I don't, trying to work that out in my yeah, head. Yeah, no, 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 you're right. So, I don't, yeah. it's not... I'm not you don't get advantage, advantage. it's I just adding your sneak attack damage. Yeah, no, thank you. That's very kind, but no, That's I cool. missed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, sorry, you missed. <clears throat> uh, cool. cool. Carsis. Oh, thank God. Um, so, Carsis is going to walk in as soon as the door is open. Walk or strut? Um, <laughs> Slide. to be seen. Um, yeah, I'm going to walk in and as I think Jewel will be the first one to see this um, and so Castus kind of looks at Jewel and says the problem with not liking something is that sometimes someone uses that thing you don't like and makes something beautiful 
I love I'm about to put on a show. And as I say that, there's a glow <laughs> from within Carses that like glows on the these like tattoos under the under the pecs, on the thinner parts of their skin. And there's this and like the horns, each like I wanna call them vertebrae, even though they're not, but like the space between the sections of the horns, they all glow like this orange glue or orange um yellow glow as if there is a fire within like burning inside of castles as i'm going to activate my plate song yay oh. that sounded sexy that yeah, i mean i have no um, idea what you just did but yes to all of it it's a bunch of shit that just <laughs> so happened you would also um, I was going to say, yeah. as this glow kicks in then, Jewel, you would also notice that Cassus's form almost is vibrating at an intense speed. Yes. Cassus. As I have gained 10 feet of movement, I have advantage on acrobatics checks. Yep. I can add my intelligence roll to my concentration checks. I can also add my intelligence roll, my intelligence score to my AC. That was my bonus action. Good of stuff. Course of course it was. Zutalor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so I'm going to move in and I'm going to use. My th I'm going to use 35 feet of movement to get right in the face of this thing. Nice. And I'm going to swing at it. With my sword. Swing. But a wizard. That is going to be a new characters. Ah, I don't know what anything is. 19 to hit. 19 will hit. Eight points of piercing damage. Eight points of piercing damage. Now, here's the question. Does Bladesong make your attacks magical or not? It does not. It does not. As you stab in, you do stab in. But the shadowy form almost just like morphs around the blade slightly. You don't do as much damage as you were hoping for. I'll smirk. Anything else on your turn, sir? That is going to be it. That is it. It is for then the, the purpose, shadowy. For the purpose of spells, Go for it. Spots, Matt, did we get a small? Uh, did we get a long rest? I will allow you to have had a long rest. Yes. Great. That is my action, my bonus action, movement. Yeah, that's it. It is then this shadowy creature's go. It is first going to try and just reach out towards you, Carsis, and actually reaches towards your neck as its form expands slightly and raises to the same height as you. That is an 11 to hit. It misses. As those fingers reach forward, 
subtle arcane sparks just where the hand meets your mage armor and just can't quite grasp in. It is then going to use a bonus action. To hide. Oh, fuck off. As its form just seemingly just shifts and disappears. I need everybody to make me a perception check very quickly, please. Eleven Eighteen. Eighteen. Jeweled. Thirteen. Thirteen. Lex, you see hidden under the bed just this inky black form. So you're the only one that knows that, I'm going to point out. And it is now your go, Lex. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm pretty fucked. And I'm kind of on one knee. And I see it go under the bed. So with, with one hand, you'll just see almost like lots of little bits just flying and forming and sparking into this orb in my hand. So little cogs, little pieces forming this mechanical orb. And then I'll just launch it, the chromatic orb under the bed. Nice. And nice. Hopefully, and hopefully, oh, what a, I rolled a 10. <laughs> Does not hit as this chromatic orb. What a bastard. The form just shifts around and your orb scatters over the floor but in that moment where the orb hits the floor the under under the bed just lights up and everybody can now see this unnatural black form under there for the briefest of moments um anything else on your turn do you know what it's weird not having loads of things to do in one go um, <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. No. Welcome to low-level campaign. Away. I was going to say, I had to check that I was able to attack once. But bonus actions are also spells, but I've always cast a spell, so I can't do a bonus action spell. Cantrip. However, cantrip. you are... Yeah, so you can cast a cantrip, and you are also a sorcerer, which means you can make certain spells, depending on your metamatic options. You can, I think you've got... Oh, can you quicken? You're, you're well. I'm not going to reveal got. it. You've got those options. The, don't yeah, don't reveal I've them until you use them. Aren't, re, aren't um, usable. Aren't yeah. useful right now. Cool. That's fine. Because I missed. Because um, I missed. You do potentially have a cantrip you could use. Oh, okay. Could I could I have used if you quicken it. Quicken spell to make that Boy. a bonus action instead. That spell. Of course you can. Why not? Just pretend I did that first time around. So then I it's can fine. use a I'll allow it in this first combat. For a, a cantrip, can't I? Yes. And my cantrip will be how far away is he from me? He's close enough. I'll use my cantrip of poison spray, which is a con thirteen saving nice. throw from the creature. So you'll like. see the fangs of Lex rear up as he missed. You'll see a flash of anger that you've not seen from him before come across his face, and then poison will just spray it out of his fangs. Oh. For a grand total of seven. 
Nice. You're going down nice. with 1d12 poison damage. Mm. <laughs> and I rolled an 11. Beauty. As you spray that out, mm. an acid, or sorry, poison just sprays underneath. It has no effect. Ooh. Cock. Oh. Any time I hit and it just fuck up. <laughs> Go team. Um, but what I will do, I'll move. It's just moving the map, not me. What's that mean? Mm. You locked me to um, Shouldn't be locked. Yeah. I'll move myself over here out of the way. So still inside mm, it, but me... further away because I'm nearly dead. Yeah, if you click the very top of your token now, so above the red bit, you should be able to move it. Yeah. Fine. I've locked the bloodied bit so you're not moving that all over the place. Nice cool. So, you run over to where the other bed is, uh, and that is that. Uh, Jewel. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Jewel. I'm going to say this creature currently has three quarters cover, at least it's under the bed. Because Lex attacked it, do I now know where it is? Or am I still unsure? As I say, the light from the spell as it missed, illuminated where it was. Cool. I just wanted to say, double check that one. Um, <clears throat> so. Uh, um, I shall... <clears throat> uh, yeah, so Jewel will... Panther like jump over the bed diagonally to uh, yeah to next to Jewel next to Lex in an attempt to try and sort of shield him and get a better angle. We'll pick up the other um, the other dagger that she has the last one mm -hmm. and we'll fling that under the bed as well. So that is then going to be. Uh, okay. Is Cassis technically in five feet and whatever you'd call it? Yeah, within five feet and causing them an issue. And flanking, yeah. Not necessarily, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So that is oh, now fun. advantage? This is where I I'm now new to all of that. No, it's a plus. Not advantage, one. as part of our new rule that we oh, introduced. I get, sorry, it yeah, was, I, I think get... we said a plus. Two. Yeah, sorry. It was I would get sneak attack, but I've already got that because I've now um, insight. So sneak attack is just the extra damage. Yeah, so it's not it's not an advantage. So this is at. But you will get plus two to hit for Carsis being technically in a flanking position. Okay, cool. So that's our new homebrew rule that we introduced. Oh, this is gonna hit even without that. Uh, Twenty-three to hit. 23 to hit. Even with the Can plus 5 of 3 space. quarters cover, this dagger <laughs> and strikes into this shadow. Oh. Roll the damage, please. She's going. Oh, now hang on. Right, so this is. What is my um, sneak attack? 2d6. Nice. So this is. 10 points of. Piercing, including the sneak. Excellent. So as this dagger goes in, again, doesn't deal quite as much damage as you want. However, 
you now see bits of inky blackness just sort of bleeding and seeping into the floor. As this creature is now bloodied. <clears throat> and I shall uh, yeah I think that's pretty much all I'll do but I'll go uh, without turning to Lex I'll keep my eye on this creature Lex hide behind me you look at very good anything else in your turn Uh, I suppose... Mm, no. That's it. Excellent. Carsis, then. Um, seeing that uh, my companions have tried to attack what's under this bed, I will think very quickly that I don't have too much power on the swing if I do that. So I will jump on the edge of the bed, and then I want to, like, leap backwards as if to move the bed out of the way. <laughs> like somersaulting yeah. it backwards. Nice. I like it. So, Carsis, you jump and sort of plant the centre of your foot, uh, feet against the bed and just shove it as you then backflip up. Make me an acrobatics check. Advantage on that. Uh, oh, wow. Um, that's a 13. 13 is enough as you do shove this bed sort of five feet in a direction um yeah so the bed is now sort of in this area here um mm -hmm. you backflip off and sort of land wobble a little bit but you land what would you like to do um i seeing seeing that the blade didn't have as much effect i will then say to the creature Two can play that game, and I will use the glow that is within me to cast a, a shadow on my blade, and I'll take my left hand towards that shadow, and from... I will basically grab the shadow of my blade and put it in my hand as I'm going to cast Shadow Blade. <laughs> okay, Cassius is... Cassius is my favourite character. <laughs> 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 Um, and then in that action, I will then use, uh, in that bonus action, I'll then use my action to stab down at the creature with the shadow blade. blade. With the shadow blade, so as you just... <laughs> Rolled hit. You got a hit now, I assume that, that this cool. is... I'm assuming this is dim light or darkness, right? It is dim light. Technically, it's darkness. I get advantage on it. We'll say it's dim light. That will be a unnatural 20 to hit. Oh. An unnatural 20 is absolutely going to hit. Unnatural, Dave. Unnatural, I believe. Oh, balls. <laughs> Do the Kyrick nope. Um. Do the Kyrick nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't getting rid that of that is... after using it once. <laughs> I know. That's then going to be uh, five points of psychic damage. Five points of psychic damage. Excellent. This creature, as you stab in, there is just this... And the form sort of almost shifts and stutters out of um, existence, but then reforms. 
very, very faint, very thin. You get the impression this creature is not long for this world. Did I notice that the damage went through cover totally? Yes, you would know. That seemed to do as much as you wanted it to. Good. Uh, and then, yeah, for the purpose of... Um, since we're saying that the bed has moved as well, Cassis will just move there to cover... Yeah. slightly cover the others. So, let's just draw, he says. That's now the bed. Nice. Cool. Um, excellent. Uh, I am now concentrating as well. Creature. Map. Ooh. Get Blade all the old tokens out again. Hell yeah. There you go. Concentration. Uh, in which case, the shadow creature is then going to you put try and reach out and hit feeds, you again. I think we're all concentrating as well. <laughs> <laughs> just, you just put one there. That'd I almost went and yeah. put a concentration token on everybody's <laughs> token there. Uh, that is not great. That is going to be a 12 to hit. Yeah, that doesn't hurt. No. Okay. It is then going to attempt to move. And it's going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 30 you do get an attack of opportunity, can't it? Uh, cast this even? Can't it? So I'll just put it just um, in case. Weird rules question. This. Can I use Shadow Blade as my attack of opportunity? It's a, technically, it's a melee weapon, isn't it? It technically, yeah, a simple melee weapon. Yeah, it counts as a simple melee weapon. So yeah, I guess I suppose, I suppose yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, amazing. I will use it then for fucking well, pointless. Uh, if not. Another, I, I eight uh, thirteen to hit. Yeah, that just hits. For another six points of psychic damage. We did. Okay. As you stab in this creature, almost you you actually feel as the shadow blade punches into the back of this creature and just <laughs> explodes in this air of just shadow. <laughs> In the very, very subtle light that there is inside this room, Lex, your shadow gets a little bit darker. No. No, dark is good. Yeah, dark is good, right? <laughs> oh, so it's come back to normal. It is. But then... the tiniest crack in the wall another one of these shadow creatures just forms um, and it's going to step up to Jewel there and it is going to try and attack Jewel um, for a 15 to hit yes oh that guys time <laughs> we need to get that AC sorted <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That is seven points of necrotic damage. Uh, and I really should use the shadow yeah. dice that I've picked out for this. Why, and that what? is going to be a strength score reduction of one. Why am I spacing on... Uh, am I able to harve that somewhere, or am I not? Uncanny action. dodge only Dead if it's a... And uncanny be. dodge is only if it's a dexterity save. No, uncanny dodge is full attack. Evasion is full attack. Well, Evasion, yeah. Um, Evasion is for. Five. Yeah, evasion is for dexterity saving throws. Yeah. Uncanny dodge is melee cool. attacks. Okay, yeah, I think no, I, I got it at level 7 from memory. Okay, so, so yeah. I'm not convinced. I would have thought I. Uh, yeah, that's why I was like, oh, I can do that. No, I can't. Let's have a look. I'm double checking. Uncanny dodge is. Uncanny dodge at 5th level. Uncanny dodge 5th level, there we go. Everybody crottened onto the same detail there. <laughs> right, well, there we go. So that was 7 points of necrotic damage and my strength. 7 points of necrotic damage and a reduction uh, of 1. So minus 1. No. Okay. Score. Score, not modifier. Your strength score is reduced okay. by 1. There we go. I don't know why that hasn't done anything, because I'd need to press enter or something. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> so if you do your other modifier on D&D Beyond and minus one. Yeah, that's what I did the minus one, because if you do the other one, it changes it to one and that doesn't work. Yeah, there we go. yeah ignore that. Just do your minus one that's on weird. the other modifier. Okay. Yes. Excellent. That is it, go. That one's dead, so we can chalk that one off. And we are back around the top two lecks as this second shadow creature just seems to form out of a small crack in the wooden wall and appears in front of Jewel and just latches onto Jewel's shoulder and you see Jewel just sort of wince. Um, and there's a slight panther-like growl that escapes Jewel's mouth as their strength is sapped. Lex, what are you doing? I will see what's happening, form another orb into my hand, which is sparking with energy, roll it between Jules legs so then it in front of the creature, so obviously not getting Jules, so I won't be able to lob it over his head. And hopefully I actually hit something this time. Come on. Natural 20. Oh yes, baby! Take him out. So this is so there we go. Sixty-eight everything. Sixty-eight lightning damage coming at you. Did you choose that? Because I believe with chromatic orb, I think you can pick. I can choose, yeah. So you pick yeah. lightning damage. I'm picking lightning because it's, it's it's electrical in it, a bit mechanical, and my poison didn't work, so I don't use poisony, acidy stuff. Yeah, there's, there's logic in the thinking. So that's 37 points of yeah, lightning no, damage. absolutely. So as this chromatic orb just rolls and there's a... <laughs> burst of lightning. I'm happy with that. 37 the points. creature recoils slightly. And as it recoils, you get the impression that didn't do as much damage as you want. However, with 18 and a half points of damage, even halved, it just 
And this creature is fucked. Describe to me how you wipe out this shadow creature, Lex. I would like to think that the chromatic orb that I've just rolled is a bit like the Ghostbusters machine that catches the ghosts. As it opens, all the electricity comes out and the ghost just kind of gets sucked into it and then gone. Love it. Absolutely love it. So as this chromatic orb, just like a, almost like a solid crystal, just rolls under the ding, 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 and you just see the sh enveloped into light, this shadow just sort of... We are out of combat. Oh, oh damn. Cog, turn the light on. <laughs> Floodlights. So Cog's eye does sort of light up and provide a small amount of light, almost like a torch, I'm going to say. Is this all of flutters them? over to you, Lex. Can you hear anything else? I, uh... Can we, can we hear anything else? Yeah, no. I cannot see or hear anything else. Make me perception checks, please. Oh, balls. Seven. Fourteen. Perception. I got a nineteen. Susan Lex, you would hear the sound of footsteps rushing up the stairs. And then sound of footsteps running across the hallway and an individual just sort of slides to where the doorway is. Lovely thing, alright. Not really. Yeah, my friend here was just attacked. <clears throat> Do you have any healers in the building? Oh. As you see before you, if I remember rightly, because my notes were shit, the half-orc Taverness Harmonia, I believe. And if I fucked that up, I apologise. Um, she just stands on... She stands there, looks at Lex, who... There's no physical wounds on Lex, apart from sort of the blood trickling out of his nose, maybe a little bit out of the ears as well. Lex just looks tired and drained. Skin is slightly emaciated, if you like. And she's just going to look... We do not have healers in the building but perhaps we take you to Lyceum they will look after you magic is your best bet right now come Lex we, we must get you okay I, I cannot help you you do not have any wounds yeah Feels like my my soul hurts. <clears throat> I will uh, put my arm sort of round, get his arm round my neck and arm round underneath him and try and. I'll, I'll have one arm round Jewel and one arm round Cog. 
So as you place the arm on Cog, it's just like... And Cog's there just... <laughs> under the weight. Carsis, please, may, could, could you fetch my daggers? They're in the corner. Uh, yes, I'll grab them and pass them on to you. Not throw them, I'll pass them on. <laughs> Carsis literally still with blade song just <laughs> and dances across to where you are. Uh, after a minute has passed, both Clay's song and the Shadow Blade are going to go. No, I was just saying, after one minute, both Blade Song and the, sh and the Blade disappear. And Carsis' form just begins to. So I believe that's concentration gone as well. But not that we need the map up anymore. I. I have never seen anything like that before. Have uh, uh, either of you seen the what? Sorry. Uh, what did I? No. What happened here? Sh shadow creatures. They 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 attacked Lex here, and uh, well, in my I, tavern. Yes, we. Uh, I I I do not understand. But they were only by the Acropolis, and now, what have you brought here? We have brought nothing. Temple, not tavern. <laughs> I, 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 I do not understand why they would go after Lex. It makes no sense. <clears throat> oh, can I check my arm to see if I have one of those markings that everyone else had? You can check your arm. And I will. Uh... As, as, Lex is, as Lex is doing that, I will just pass my hand in front of the candle in the room uh, and I'll cast Pestidigitation just to turn it, just to light it up. As the light illuminates the room and Karg also hovers over your arm, there is a slight discoloration, almost like an irritation of the skin, but no marking. Okay. Do all of our shadows look okay? Lex's still looks slightly faded. <clears throat> uh, I'm just been carrying Lex out now. <laughs> I just want to get in there. Yeah, and what I said when I accidentally talked over some hours, I asked Cog to make a note of all the things he learned. So from from the shadow creature so to put it into his his log the next time so what you begin to hear as you ask cog do that is just like the sound of ticking and cogs wearing and then a slight sound of gears whirring and mechanical parts moving Go. I will I see him follow as quick as you can. Yeah, we go. Follow everyone. I will have my sword unsheathed. Just in case. So you walk out into the night with your sword unsheathed as Jewel, you hobble across with Lex towards the Lyceum. As you wander the streets, there are very few people out. 
very few. It is insanely quiet, even for this time of the morning, you'd still expect a few drunkards to be around, but it's almost like word of whatever's going on is spread and people are keeping inside. You see the odd shutter maybe move and look to see as you hurry across. But even the guard presence is limited. Eventually you come across to where the Lyceum is and you hurry up those marble stairs. And the main doors are shut. Remembering what Jewel said. Do we notice that we're being followed? Make me perception checks, please. That was almost like it was in character there, Dave. Are we being followed? Are these glasses working. <laughs> uh, 15. 15. 5. 5? Um, that checks out. Yeah, I mean, actually, this one does check out because Jules on high alert. Um, perception 21. But I would nice. also say, you know, feel free to say that that's only looking in front because I am holding Lex, so I'll probably <laughs> only really be able to check in front. <laughs> okay. I was going to send that as a whisper, but seeing as two of you have succeeded on the check, Lex, you're not paying any attention whatsoever. You're just focused on one step in front of the other. Carsis and Jewel. Although you don't see anyone, even as you look back, you get that feeling like you're being watched. Cassis, maybe it is paranoia. But I believe we're not alone. No, it's not paranoia. It's definitely... There's definitely someone here. And I think that... I think she might be right. I think we, we might have brought those things in. I know. don't know how yet, but they come to the tavern the same day that we start asking questions. Too much of a not, coincidence, is it not? I do not believe in coincidences. I simply wanted to uh, deny all... Uh, <clears throat> Why do you think I was the target? Lex, that is the most unusual thing of this. I would have thought that uh, it, could have been, uh, it could have been me. Uh, Cassis, of what what Cassis said, uh, my god, Lex, you are heavier than I thought you were. Um, Cassis, if, if I'm honest, I'd probably look like the weaker weaker target out of all of us. I, they know you would have been on your toes, and they know Cassis can do what he can do, so... That, that may be the, on, the only explanation. I, I, I do not understand, because I honestly would have believed that Cassis would have uh, stood up more with what he found. Day. Day. Thank you. You have to correct that a lot at the start, I think. Sorry. Um, well, I mean, Lex, forgive me if I'm wrong, but you have not, you have not studied magic, right? You were Mine was a gift. born with it. Mine was a gift given to me when I was a child. 
Yes. <clears throat> and Jewel, you don't have any inherent magic of your own. I don't have any inherent magic of my own. So... Well, it's the only thing that is different. Apart from our appearance, which I do not think that they will go for, unless they enjoy a little bit more of a scale skin, which is a taste. I'm not here to judge. But I guess that could be something. Those are two uh, possibilities. Either they thought you were a harder target, Lex, less alert, or maybe it is your innate arcane abilities. Ow. My, my only concern is the link with Artemisia's machine. <clears throat> if I figured out too much and she sent them after me, we're now going there for her to help me. If, if that theory is correct. Do you have any better ideas as to how to get you better? <clears throat> it, it makes sense for the... That is a theory, it's not fact. So she's only treated us as a friend so far, so... It makes sense for her to try and help us, in my mind. I, I would say getting somewhere safe and getting you help is going to be the better of the uh, two options. Yeah. Jewel, at this point... You hear the soft sound of footfalls disappearing into the distance with your passive perception. Which direction? Away from you. I will try, I will at the very least look in that direction. Okay. You see nothing, but you definitely heard it. How's that presence feeling now? Still being watched? No. I won't say anything, but... Actually, yeah, just... Even though I know we're now lo no longer getting followed, just... They'll come back. So, I look back and just try and... Look, sorry, look forward and try and... Uh, keep on holding Lex to get to uh, the Lyceum. Cool. As I say, the Lyceum doors are currently shut. <clears throat> I know it's not the protocol, but given the severity of the situation, could you open that door by your methods? I will, uh, yeah, I will uh, get my fist on the door a couple of times. You wait. And then you hear what sounds like hooves on marble on the other side. But an uneven step. As a shutter and two cow-like eyes stare through. What? 
One of my companions has just been attacked by one of the shadowy creatures. I believe that his skin still bears the mark, so if we want to learn a little bit more, if the... What is her name? Uh, if Artemisia wishes to learn a little bit more, I recommend that you wake her up and let us in. Wait. <laughs> Lex, can you stand yourself? I'll try. <clears throat> I shall let go of Lex, turn around, both daggers, and then just keep an eye out. Up the stairs. Downstairs. So you only have to wait about 30 seconds or so before you hear this almost tinkling sound and then as a number of locks unlock and then the doors open as this small frail minotaur manages to pull these two marble doors open follow uh, Jewel will help her legs again then and follow him. You all now wander in, and as you wander in, just lifts his hand and turns it. Light or dark in here? It is dark. Or dim light. There's no light being produced as such. Only the natural light that comes through any windows or openings from the moonlit sky outside. The only glows you see are from what is quite clearly magical items, enchanted items. You approach the ascension machine. And as per usual, the Minotaur individual waves their hand over. And the door just... <laughs> In. Yeah, yeah. Hobbling with legs on, on the shoulder. As you step in, just places a finger, puts his thumb almost over a certain button. <laughs> you move up and up and up. Get to the right floor. Door opens. Out. She is waiting. Good. Thank you. You notice rather than going down this time, he steps to the side of the ascension machine where there is a stool and he just sits. And wait. And that right there is where we're going to take our short break. Noist. Of course. Hello, this is Dave, and you're listening to the Molten Magic Podcast. If you're enjoying the show so far, 
Don't forget to check out our live action antics Mondays at 7.30pm UK time on twitch.tv forward slash Magic. VOD episodes will land on our YouTube channel each Friday following the stream. Also, please leave our podcast a rating and send us your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Now, let's get back to the show. Heyo. Hello. Hello. Hopefully everybody had a chance to chill after that uh, rather intense short battle there. It was very cool to get back to basics in a fight. Very, very cool. <laughs> I realised I have uh, a reaction that I could have used to maybe not take damage on one of those attacks, but, you know, Ooh. do like that. Live and learn. This is where, especially at these levels, you really got to read those early features because they do have an effect later on. So yes, you are now stood outside of Artemisia's, I was going to say office, but it's more of a laboratory, I suppose you could call it. So the senior arcanist. Doors are closed. Knock, knock, knock. Cassie and again, there's no. just this. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Knock, knock, knock. knock. <laughs> so these grand doors just again open up. And you can see the sort of the senior arcanist is there. She looks like she's hurriedly getting dressed and so looks. Oh, you're up here far quicker than I imagined. Uh, sorry, yes, do come in. Do come in. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Uh, apologies, but um, the matter was pressing, so we just thought we'd bring Lex here, both to be healed. None of us has the ability to help him currently. <coughs> but also, we thought he might not have contact with someone that has been attacked by creatures like this and it has been happening so we have reason to believe that they might be related to your issue so when we thought when did this happen about 10 minutes ago she looks over towards the machine is it perchance not working properly It's not working at all. Look towards the other two. I, I have a theory control. about that. Please, let's come sit. You look exhausted. He, he has no wounds that I was uh, able to help him with, um, but he it, it seems very drained. It's on the inside. Yes, damage to the essence, maybe. Soul, if you like. Uh, That's I, what it feels like. I do I'm not know cool. whether it is also uh, because of. Well, I thought that adrenaline would help, but I, I, I feel though, I am also finding it harder to pick Lex up. These things touched us. 
she's going to look at you, look at the floor. Oh. You notice the shadow, sir. Yes. The two of you. Not quite whole. <clears throat> For the first time, Jewel. That, I think, can be solved by rest, but your. Well, immediate predicament. I have a stash of potions that I think can, can help. I'll get out my arm with the mark and I'll just show her. But what I'll say, I'll be like, it's not quite as severe as the others we see, but what you will have noticed if I hadn't been saved by my friends here is that the pattern it takes on their arm takes on the schematics of your machine. So when the shadows attack, it's got interlocking circles on their arm which match your machine. A marking? Oh, yeah. Um, and I will quickly whip up from underneath uh, Lex's arm, grab my uh, notebook and show her the drawing I would have done of the person's arm that we saw in the temple. <laughs> Now, I'm not accusing you of anything is... before we go there, but I know these markings mean different things to different people. But it's a big coincidence. I'm hoping you can clear up for me. That's not a marking that the creatures give. How, how do you know this? Is it what? not sensible that they would be the ones who are giving this mark? She lifts up a sleeve. Same marking. That's a great Oh. That is a... A group is one way of describing it. Yes, there are those of us that are... One could call it a school, a college, a... An understanding, just we are those who seek to unlock the nature of well, the universe. Are you saying that those who have been attacked bear this marking? Yes. On the on the two that we've spoken to, yes. The Lex doesn't. So why was Lex attacked? What is it your group tries to achieve? We're just trying to understand the nature of, well, as I said, the nature of the universe. This machine is there to understand, well, how our world intersects with <laughs> other worlds and whether it's predictable, yeah. whether we can use them to travel, gain power, if it has any effect on the world around us. You, you could argue that my primary directive is to understand the order of things, to keep the balance, which is kind of a similar modus operandi that you operate to. 
So we may I could have seen me as a victim for that. May you what? In inspect your arm. Oh yeah, sorry. Of course. Here, while I do this, drink that. She hands you over a red vial. May I ask the ingredients? Um, it's some dried ephedra root and some other things, but yes, it's it's just standard medical potion. They're quite common. <clears throat> I was hoping to get Cog to know them down so we could make one in future. I'm pretty sure it's in a book somewhere. I've, I will find it for you. Let me first do the drink that, and I will do this. Yes, ma'am. Down it in one. So you are going to get given a straight potion of healing. Which is going to be, when I remember rightly, I think... 1d4 plus 2d4. Plus four. Is it 1d4 plus 2? 1d4 plus 2. 2d4 yeah, plus 2. Yeah, it's going to give me 15 hit points, I think, from memory. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum you can get is 10, so roll 2d4 plus 2, please. <laughs> 2d4 plus 2. Come on. Just... I'll get 5 back. It's better than now. It's it is better than nothing. Do you drink and so. Mm. Oh god, you're still bloody. Mm. She sort of. <laughs> she she points. Oh, Jewel, she looks at you and points. There's more in that cupboard over there, Um, if you seek. Don't take all of them. Yeah, I see. She's fascinated by your arm at this point, and she's just going to wave her hand over the top of it. And as she does, her eyes go pink. It's just this pink glow over them. Depending on how many's there, can I grab two? One for me, one for Lex. Again. Grab them mm -hmm. all. Minus one. Because <laughs> then you've listened to what she says, but also took as much as you can. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. Yet again, again Danny, Danny or Andrew is showing. showing but... <laughs> <laughs> and technically, that's my Lex because we've followed her instructions precisely, but also, uh, yeah, did the most logical thing. Nicked them. That, yeah. that is true. That Fantastic. Is true. If Spock and Ander had a child, <laughs> very good. So you take two vials, drink one yourself, give yes. another to Lex. Cool. Um, so again, 2d4 plus 2 for the both of you. Um, after a period of about 5 or 10 minutes, she closes her eyes, holds her hand back, and just sort of flexes her wrist slightly, shakes her head and opens her eyes again. Interesting. Did I recognise what spell she cast? Ooh, make me an arcana check with advantage, please. Thank you very much. Take that advantage for... I will definitely take that advantage for a 25. Ooh. It's a fairly standard spell for anybody. That's more of the, the knowledge-based spellcaster, if you like, a wizard. Oh. Definitely detect magic. Mm. Jules' mind is whirring at the moment. 
and has no understanding of what is going on around her with all the other stuff they're trying to do. Trying to rack her brains around anything she saw last night. Or yesterday, sorry. That's a better way of putting it. First thing that comes to mind is more of a DM question. Mm-hmm. Is the glass depiction of a person normal to a place like this or you know has she seen it before is this is this common or is this was that an unusual thing for jewel to see it's unusual for jewel to see okay. given where she's come from yep. however in a city like this such images are quite common so over the past week or so there are individuals not... who will cast your image onto glass for then to show around the home those sorts of things some people carrying them around in or on their person it's just sort of reminders of people that are close to them others have them on display some people <clears throat> have walls that are just great depictions so can Jewel try and understand why someone would be in the temple saying bring my someone back then go outside physically change and also smash what seemed to be a very heartfelt connected heirloom to this person why does she just does she does she have any understanding as to why anyone would do that is it frustration? Was it anger? Or was it that they didn't... So with your passive anymore? insight of 14, hmm. you think back to this moment. It's not the sort of thing you think anger or sorrow would do. There's just something totally off about the whole process. It is not a normal reaction yeah. in any way, shape or form. It's going to keep going okay. through her mind for now. She's going to not necessarily listen to all the arcane gobbledygook that's going on next to us. That's fine. So while you're thinking about this and coming to those conclusions, then Artemisia's just going to look deep towards Lex. Hmm. Something in common, at least. What? What do you mean? You are recent acquaintances, are you not? With these two? Correct. Perhaps a conversation left just for us then, if you don't wish to reveal everything about yourself to others. Um, uh, Oh... You think? Oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Can we have the room, please? <clears throat> uh, a paddle? Sure. Uh, 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 yes. I'm sure you will appreciate the element of the needed a bit of privacy, Joel. <clears throat> uh, absolutely. Uh, we shall be outside. Okay. I can ask the two of you to remove your headphones then, please. 
Sorry about that. I just, um, well, I didn't want to put you in a tricky situation. Trickier than you're already in, I guess. You're not from here. No, I'm from the Oblivion Islands originally. That's what you no. mean. Well, maybe originally. I meant here. Ardalia. I really should have guessed by your little friend, I guess. Yeah, he's, <clears throat> he's a bit of a big clue, really, but not many people figure it out. How? Because they're not very clever. No, how did you move? Oh, what? They're originally back here now. Well, both, I guess. <clears throat> well, you know when all of these... Well, about 30 years ago when this all started and magic first started to wash across the land. I yeah. discovered a portal when I was a child. Being the curious little fella that I am, I uh, I went through. Hmm. And then I came back through a, a similar portal that was pointed out to me. That led me here. Interesting. So you know I where I'm from? I think that's why they were drawn to you. Well, not where you're from. I can make assumptions based on what I know and your friend. But I would assume that's why they went for you and not the others. It's not to say they wouldn't have gone after the others. Why do you think it'd make me a bigger target? Power. Oh, they could drain more power from me. I get it. Not necessarily more. Different. It's a different energy. It's almost like... Um, you know of a tuning fork, yes? Yes. Used to calibrate instruments, yes. Well, if you were a tuning fork, your sound would be discordant. That's ironic, considering <clears throat> I'm about balance. Yes. Perhaps we should get your friends back in now. We've had our little discussion. We understand each other, but the rest I think I can speak openly about without any risk okay. to your secrets. Thank you. Right, well, she will then just look towards the door and... As the door opens, then Artemisia just beckons the both of you back in. Come, we've had our discussion. I think the rest is 
best said to all of you? Uh, before that, while we go into the corridor, mm-hmm. can Jewel speak to Carsis? <clears throat> of course you two can. Uh, Do I need to take my headphone off? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's done it now. Committing. <laughs> committing. Uh, Cassis, this, this is uh, weighing on my mind. Uh, you know that I, I, I told you I followed that uh, that person from the temple. Uh, told you what they did. They went to this this door at the side of the temple and they they smashed one of those glass. Uh, I don't know what what they are actually called, but it was a little uh, outline of. Well, it looked like a loved one. I have, I have seen them around the um, the tavern keeper had one that's uh, at the back, and a couple of the shop owners I have seen. I do not understand why they would smash it. It, it is weighing on my mind because I do not know. What, this is so out of place, changing shape, smashing it. I don't know what it means. I almost want to go well, back and see this door, but do you have any enlightenment? You've been here longer. I, I, I do not know. Why would someone do this? I mean, I suppose there is a lot of reasons why someone would, I don't know, cut ties or something with someone they love and then they, 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 change they the way they look. They were desperate to get them back. They were in the temple praying. I, it does not make any sense. The whole thing seems off to me, and I really want to go and see why why that door. Yeah, clearly I'm not going to sleep tonight. So uh, once 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 we're done here, I I, I feel I'm, I I may have to go. Um, I would I rather you don't go alone, um, especially if these things are still out there. By the time we leave, if Lex is feeling all right, then I say we all go together and, you know, we watch each other's back. Yeah, uh, yes, I, I, I would like that very much. I, I, I will not be able to, uh, to sleep until I have looked into it further. I know that I may not be able to find the information straight away. But thank you. That is very generous. May I say you also fought very well in that room. Oh, I know. But thank you. Hmm. <laughs> it is it is what I do. So I don't like being on that be, side of it. I would to be bad at it, I wouldn't, wouldn't have the life I have. Oh, quite. I only fear that you may miss... Well, I hope you don't miss your fight. But at the moment, I certainly have more pressing matters than that, I'm afraid. Quite alright. As the doors open, and she sort of waves you in. While we have less to discuss, we can all discuss together, I think. 
do I apologize for asking you to um, be separate. No secrets are there to be kept. I understand this. We, after all, have only all met each other very, very recently. Do you have an, an understanding as to what may be the connection here? Why Lex, out of the three of us, were attacked? I have a theory. Lex seems to agree. Look, if it's... Aside from him, and I do think they eventually would have come for you as well, I'm not going to lie on that, but if they are going after my students, is it personal? Maybe not personal, but just connected. It's curious. Three different stories, if you like, throughout the city, but all three linked. Naive of me to assume otherwise, I guess. During our investigation yesterday, we also found that this these creatures might be created by a ritual. So I suppose whatever we might be looking for is someone who has... Maybe not a grudge, like you say, it might not be personal, but it might be someone who is seeking something within yourselves, your students, Lex. But it seems to be someone, not something, doing these things. So it's being a calculated move. The good thing about calculated moves is that we can, well, resolve them. Hmm. Who dislikes me enough? Bizarre. Maybe also someone that has worked on the apparatus here. So as to know how oh, to disturb it. Plenty of people over the years been? that have steadily helped to build this. Has anybody been exiled from your group? Or is there a rival group? Nobody's been exiled. Has there been anyone who has uh, traveled after learning with you? I, after all, have oh, been. Most following. of my students come for a time and then leave. <laughs> Forgive me, I may be mis <coughs> misinterpreting the information, however. I do wonder why were those who were attacked... They were attacked around the temple of Clothis. We potentially are the first to have been attacked away from that, even though we did recently go there. Might this have any connection to it? Or is it simply that a lot of your students follow Clothis? 
I would no, they're not the divine type, but the fact that you went to the temple and then lo and behold you get attacked the same day. That for me is less of a coincidence. Yes. Who did you annoy? Who did you encounter? Like someone bumped into us while we were at the the steps to the temple. <clears throat> Do you remember? They bumped they, into they bumped into, bumped into you. Yes, but I was not attacked. However, maybe one of us was marked by this individual. My concern is that we have left that young lady in the in the protection of the temple. But now I'm starting to think that it is the temple we should be worried about. If you think about it, this machine is trying to figure out how the universe works. Decipher it. Uncode it, decode it. What what is Clovis all about? Fate, destiny. Those two things don't go together. How can you understand the universe, but then also think it is fated? If you can understand it, you can escape your fate. Maybe they don't want that to happen. Are you saying that a a, a god as benevolent as Colothis is making this happen? <laughs> I'm thinking fanatical no, but... religious individuals. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Uh, I, that do does know. make more sense, actually. The gods have long had any influence in this world. Yeah, forgive me, but uh, yes, uh, <laughs> I don't believe I am insulting anyone here, but it is not religion I have a problem with, it is religious people. So, uh, yes. I'm inclined to agree, personally. Both of you went to the temple and both of you asked questions within the temple yeah, we um Cassis, uh, uh what about the the person you went to go and speak to we were meant to go and see them is it too late uh should we not be be there right now uh what, what uh... we can go but i i won't be holding my breath you mean it may be too late Afraid so. I only. We can check. I mean, we were. I only, we were thinking about. We were thinking I about hope, going there anyway. So. Uh, yes, I only hope that uh, them attacking us meant that they did not attack anyone else. That is the hope, but also we don't know how many there are. Yeah, but both of you went <laughs> in. Both of you asked questions, and they seem quite. The, the shadows seemed quite interested in attacking both of you, even though I was, they only tried to swing at me because I was swinging at them. That, that is something I had not uh, figured out. It was very quick. Maybe. Do you think we should visit the temple? <clears throat> that girl under their protection, I fear, is now a hostage. Uh... I am adamant that something is going on in that temple. Uh, Lex, <clears throat> uh, I, I, I believe, yes, something... Uh, you, you know about the, uh, the strange individual I said that I followed. Um, 
I have to go see where they went. Uh, to the door. Something is not right about it. And I cannot cannot sleep without investigating it further. It does not it's make sense. It's got to be to connected me. somehow. It does not make that any is, sense. That is at the, the like the door is at the temple, right? It was a temple in the bottom of the wall. Lower section, yeah. Lower section to the, to one side. I I feel quite frankly a fool to have not investigated further and checked that door. To be honest, I think I may well be heading into the door as soon as we get there. Well, let's make our way there then. I feel quite rested. How are you feeling? I Speak for yourself. will survive. Oh, Cassis, sorry, uh, my um, my weapons, if, if if that is okay. So I was holding. Ah, of course, yes. Of course. There you go. Merci. Listen, I would not feel right if I was to just send you out without anything. So, well, take two of the vials each. Just in case. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They standard, Matt. Yes, just standard potions of healing. You'd probably get the impression she has more. I will, um, of course, have to charge for the next lot. But given this is tied into some of the work I'm asking you to do, and I'll be totally honest, I thought all of you totally inept. Maybe I was wrong. I appreciate your honesty, albeit Don't an worry. insult. That is not the first time well, it happened. <clears throat> Less of an insult, more of a surprise for me, and a pleasant one at this. And I, I apologize for suspecting you of wrongdoing. I was piecing the wrong pieces together. <clears throat> I should have took my time to see how all the pieces fit together properly. Well, puzzles aren't always so simple. Especially those that are multifaceted. They usually are to me. I must really be affected. You must imagine it like a puzzle cube, I guess. You have to align all the pieces just perfectly before that final move aligns everything together. And yes, I know someone else laughing here. <laughs> it's actually one of my favourite hobbies. Artemisa, I was wondering if since before we leave and um, since we are doing a a job for you, I was wondering if you could uh, perhaps make me a favour. I don't mind if you discount it out of my payment. Do, do tell. Uh, you seem to have quite the extensive library in, in here. Yes. Um, I was wondering if you could find me information or books or anything that you might have. Uh, I'm afraid it's not related to this matter, but it is something that is very important to me. Um, about the creation of my of my people, the ones that look like me. Oh, I'm sure we have some books on that, yes. Great, thank you. 
Well, and with that, if that is everything that we uh, that we have, then I say we make our way towards the temple to investigate the lady, but also the the door that Jewel wants to check out. Yes, yeah. that is all the questions I have. Thank no, you. you really should have a name, the three of you. You got me thinking of names. My group definitely needs some form of name, but you. The three of you. Well, four, I guess. Just I say thought. we try to survive the try to survive the night and then maybe we think about that. Yeah. Probably a wise move, yes, you are. You are right. Well good luck, all of you. I fear we will I hope it. I see you in the morning, at least. Or tomorrow. Yeah. We'll be back for more potions. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I thought I it was funny. A point of sight uh. <laughs> and Cog's just turned around and is looking the other way, just sort of like... We'll head out. Very good. Three of you exit. As you exit and head back towards the Ascension machine, the Minotaur stands up. Good. Good. Yes. Thank you. Down. Yes. Correct. Uh, I really wish he hadn't suggested we have a name, because now Karg is just reciting name after name after name to me. He's, he's going for a directory. And <clears throat> well, you like, you you like the system. You like everything in order, Lex, so I think you should make a list and put them in order. Perhaps. I'll alphabetize it. Yes, okay. I'll do that. And then we'll do a random name generator from that list. Because that's the fairest way, right? No, we are not going to call ourselves that. Shut up. Or we could, or we could, could pick one. Cog likes the idea of the searchers, but that just sounds like a bard's group to me. Let's keep working on that. Yeah, we'll workshop it. Keep it down. I once read a uh, a book about some uh, terrible people who were at this uh, arcane school. They call themselves the Inquisitorial Squad. Maybe we should not call ourselves that. <laughs> Yeah, it's got to have positive connotations, surely. We can't, <laughs> we can't be that. I can think of a lot of things that have positive connotation. None of them I think you would like to call yourselves. I wouldn't mind, but... Uh, I... Down. <clears throat> yes. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I must apologize for the secrecy bag there. Um... Last time I overshared, Karg reported back, and I got in a bit of trouble, so I'm not yet at liberty to disclose all the information. That's all right. I'm sure we all have secrets. And like, like I said, secrets are meant to be kept secret. You really want to find out what our secrets are, don't you? 100%. Yes. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. It's not lost with you to know mine, but it makes it makes one hundred percent sense for me to know yours because then 
I can keep the balance of the group perfectly aligned. No, Lex. If you give, you also have to take. Is that what you say to them? Why do I feel that Very much, means yeah. something different? What I think it means. I'm getting a better understanding of you guys. Like I'm starting to understand. <clears throat> okay, you might have to do a share for share type situation. Only a little bit. Exactly. Little bit. Out. I think it's time that we leave. Yes. <clears throat> um, Joe will again have a head on a swivel as soon as they get outside. My challenge for campaign two is to get a sentence out of that mine as well. So as the doors um, open of their own volition and then close behind you, the earliest signs of dawn beginning to show, just that faint, very faint glow on the horizon. Where are you going? To the temple. Take me to church. <laughs> <laughs> Is it still brilliant? Eerily quiet. Yes. Interesting. Do you do you think it is a little too quiet, or do you think that uh, maybe word has spread? that people are getting out at night. I am afraid, Joel, that usually I am not out and about at this time of the day. This is potentially one of my favorites. Usually there are not, not, not a lot of people, however, there are very few people at the moment. Do you prefer to not be around people no I have no no real issue but when you are trying to get information often people just get in the way <clears throat> I have to be honest I'm more comfortable around machines that tracks they are <clears throat> It's, it's hard to it's not hard to figure out what they want because they just tell you their the directives are clear there's there's no reading between the lines mind you i do like figuring out people though so it's a bit of a dichotomy oh, i do not believe it's a dichotomy uh, people are simply complex machines puzzles waiting to be solved absolutely more just uh, more complex than the standard uh, machinery i believe you are used to yeah, although you, you can't take people apart like you can. Machinery is frowned upon. Well, you can, but as you say, it is frowned upon. Mm -hmm. Although Karsis probably does that on a weekly mm -hmm. basis. Yeah, it depends on the tools you're using. It is definitely one of those things probably not a good idea to do. If people uh, yeah. will miss them. But anyway. I have, a, I have a bit of a reputation for not putting things back together again. So if I did that with people, that'd be... That'd be wrong. As we get closer here, I wonder if I could ask you two if we could be um, uh, quiet, silent as possible. Again, oh. I do not want to be seen or overheard as we are trying to do our stuff. 
Okay. Cog. This said I'll at the put, very bottom of the Cog will steps. go into my inside jacket pocket and sort of power down a little bit so you've not got a flappy buzzing. So we'll say Cog, as they or it enters and sort of goes towards your pocket, the wings fold in, the legs come in, the eye rolls up and it just becomes this golden orb that just rolls into your pocket. And I have won the game of Quidditch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mate. Danny deserves another point on that one. (laughs) 150 points to Lex. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, Jesus. Cool. Right. The three of you make me strength checks. Strength. Strength. Stealth Stealth checks. I was going to say, one stealth score is minus three, isn't it? Okay, no. Right, the DM needs a fucking minus inspiration for that one, Jesus. Press the wah, wah, wah button. Oh, did you? I've just seen the note in chat, which is fucking perfect. (laughs) (laughs) It is not far off. What Carson was thinking. Oh, sorry, folks. If you want that one, you need to be in the Twitch chat. Yeah, we're going to leave that one there. (laughs) Jesus. Right. Cool. Stealth checks then. Jewel. Uh, A crap. 13. 13? If you think think that's crap. (laughs) Lex, Danny, that's you. One. Amazing. Eight. Eight. Fantastic. You all begin to ascend the stairs. Lex, you find a loose bit of shale and just sort of it slips from underneath you and there's just this clang as Cog in your pocket slams against the stone floor and you quickly stand up like wasn't me. You're sick. Sorry, everyone. That's all right. Uh, Jewel will, in her stealthing, do something that Lex and Tarsus haven't really seen. Um, That's just brilliant. Um, She's actually going to get... Onto all fours, more like a panther, and with her cape basically hunkered down to the ground as she is now trying to be as slick as possible. Very good. You all make it to the top of the stairs, not necessarily as silent as you planned on being. The temple Um, area... Oh. Uh, Jewel, where where was it that you saw this happening? Uh, it is down. It is down this way. <clears throat> Follow me. All right then. Before we get ourselves into too much trouble, there's <clears throat> someone I want to do to help us. Considering how wounded I got last time, let me, let me help us all in case we get into another fight. And this is weird to say, I will cast aid on the group. <gasps> Boy! Yes! <laughs> Motherfuckers! Yeah. So, 
Oh, that's, of course, uh, because you've got that. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's five. Eight points to you, Max. Five. Oh Whoa. my god. That's what it feels so like. So describe how aid looks as you oh, cast yeah. it then. Right. So you know how your mage armor was like a, a leathery skin that appeared a bit. What this will be, this will almost be like you're turning into a megazord. So gears and mechanical sheets of metal just all sort of pad around you to make you look like you're in a big robot suit of armor almost. And then that will just become transparent and disappear and you won't be able to see it. <clears throat> and that will be the, the aid over the top of you. God, we are the Power Rangers. <laughs> Gone for Megazord. <laughs> yeah, yours is a Mastodon, mine's a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and Dave's time. is a Pterodactyl. <laughs> well, surely Dave's would be the saber-toothed tiger. Yeah. Nah, it's too obvious. <laughs> that would have been good, but I've forgotten that one, so yeah, thanks. I just tried to cover my own back there. Apparently I have the... No, that's all good. We are one step away, Matt, from naming ourselves the Rangers of Power. So, yeah, the Rower Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, though, Hasbro are already fucking with D and D. Let's not get him to sue us because we're using Power Rangers as our name. Right? <laughs> yeah, that is less, true. Less said about that. Let's. <laughs> yes. Moving on. Anyway. <laughs> I love snakes cool. and ladders, so it's fine. So you all approach the temple. The temple is a building where there was no doors on it. It was just open. What Ooh, you notice as you question. sort of... I've put my max HP to 23 and it's given me full health. I should knock off to what I had Two. before, shouldn't I? Three. So I was on 15 before. So I'll still be on 15, 15 so yeah. No, yeah. you'll be on 20, because it heals you by 5 and also increases by 5. Oh, uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, sorry. You'll be 3 down. Okay. Thank you. Nice. So you notice there are a number of, what well, are like bundles within the temple. You see a number of people that have just slept in the temple. The one actually... Hmm. Were they actually in the temple, though? They were on the outside of the temple, wasn't it? This door? Have I got that wrong? The door is on the outside. What I'm saying is as you pass the temple, oh, right, you yes. notice inside yeah, there's yeah, a number yeah. of people in there asleep. You head round, and you find that side door. As you look down, there is not one pink flower, or pink and white flower, lily-like flower but three. Is there still that smashed glass? Is it then cleaned up? The smashed glass is still around. It looks like somebody has tried to sort of sweep it to the side, but you can still see some of these shards. Is there any... I suppose this is twofold, two question. First one is, are the um, petals um, displayed in any particular manner that we would recognize? And second, does this look like this door is usable? 
make me an investigation check, please? I will certainly do that. Not very well, but I will do it. Fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen's good enough. The petals on the flowers, there's no real arrangement to them. Doesn't look like they're any form of logical order. There's just three flowers laid. They are laid in such a way that you look at the distance between the flowers and the door, they would not get disturbed by the door. And you can see the disturbed ground where clearly this door has been opened. The door has recently been opened. Uh, I'll point that out to Jewel and Lex and, um, and say, well, Jewel, it looks like you might be onto something. Definitely seems like this has been opened recently, at the very least. Then maybe we do need to check it out. Do you both... Are you both happy to follow? It makes sense to pursue this. Are you happy with this, Lex? You sure? This is potentially more my area of expertise. We are entering without permission. But it makes sense to do so. But unless you're suggesting I won't be quiet enough, I'm happy to stand watch, if that's what you mean. Uh, that is not something that is uh, irking me at the moment. <clears throat> I'm glad you're happy to come along. Yeah. How long, Matt, do I reckon I have before the fight? You know the fight itself, the, the arena is usually held um, in the morning, sometime around mid-morning. So you reckon you've probably got a couple of hours at most. Um, yes, I'm happy to go, but let's, uh, let's try and make this quick. Uh, then... Jewel will immediately go up to the door, check if there is a lock, and see if it is locked. Taking a little more time than she did with Lex's door. Okay, make me an investigation check, please, Jewel. Okay. May I help? Make me an investigation check with advantage, please, Jewel. Unless Carsis wished to roll for himself, but I'm assuming the help was deliberate there. Uh, yeah, it was help deliberate. 22. 22. See, you find that on the door there is... It's a stone door, as I say, slightly depressed into the ground. Um, so half of it is above the general floor level of the Acropolis area and then the other half is underneath so you go down these small stairs there is what looks like a stone keyhole shape there so there is a lock <clears throat> okie dokie 
So try and pick this lock. Unless my investigation check has otherwise proved that I don't that it's not locked. <laughs> the door is locked. Cool. <clears throat> uh, right, yeah, try and pick the lock. Okay. Dexterity check. Proficiency bonus if you are proficient with these tools, please. Twenty-two. <laughs> so you get so your you, thieves' tools in there. lucky. It's not going to keep happening. <laughs> Didn't in a fight. You can feel your thieves' tools on the verge of breaking just by how heavy this lock is. But you work the mechanism, and eventually, and you hear this echo inside. Milt. You push the door open. Or pull the door open, rather. Heavy, thick, stone door. Hey, uh... and there is a corridor before you that then begins to descend down by a set of stairs into darkness. There is a good chance they know we are coming. And that right there, folks, is where we are going to finish tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what? Half an hour to go, Matt. Ah, fine. It is half ten. That is usually our cut-off time, so that's where we're going to call it tonight. Um, but yes, the, the plot thickens, so they say. The mystery gets deeper and deeper and deeper, quite literally. Um, thank you all for the chat tonight. It has been fantastic. Uh, I love all of our fan chatter in both Discord and the Twitch chat. Yes, you can hate me, but it will make for an even better episode four, folks. So enjoy that and enjoy the suspense as we figure out what the fuck is going on in Thalissa. Um, I hope you all enjoyed our first taste of combat in Campaign 2 tonight, which was which was fun. Um, we will see if we get to the arena fight. That very much depends on my players and what they decide to do. Um, cool. So yet again, thank you to all the tools. We've made some tongue-in-cheek jokes about the whole one D&D and open D&D and D&D be gone or whatever the other fucking hashtags are. As I said last week, until such document comes out officially, we are going to continue playing as if nothing has changed. When said document comes out, we will then reevaluate and do what we need to do. But at the minute, it sounds like it's not going to affect us anyway, so we will continue on. Um, so, yes, enough said about that. But yes, thank you all. Thank you, my players, for being awesome. You've We've all dropped little bits of lore tonight and different things that are coming through. So it's amazing to see even just three episodes in. Um, gonna post a bit of a throwback on social media I think later because we were having a chat last night in our group chat around Nylin and how it all came to be and all these different things and I discovered all of the posts from way back when that we put up so we're gonna do a bit of a throwback later this week so look out for that on the social media channels please go and check out the podcast um, as I say if we can hit 2k listens on the podcast then holy fuck that's amazing if we can do so this week then who knows I might just I don't know throw a t-shirt out next week on twitch we'll see what happens um but yes and if you are listening on the podcast please do come and join us on twitch to catch all of the action live the same if you're catching on youtube this episode will obviously be live 
on Friday. For anybody that is watching live, for those of you joining us on the podcast or on YouTube, thank you for joining us. Thank you for all the support. Um, as I say, if you can drop a follow, a rating, anything like that, or if you are able to subscribe or even use Twitch subscriptions, Prime subscriptions, those sorts of things, um, then we will be eternally grateful. But that is it for me tonight. I've rambled enough. So from all of us here at Molten Magic, wishing you a very happy week. Thank you for all the support again. We love you all. Stay safe. We will see you next time. You've been listening to the Malt and Magic podcast. If you like what you've heard here, then don't forget to check us out on Twitch on Monday nights, 7.30pm UK time, with video on demand and podcast release the following Friday. We will see you soon.